Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, LeVar. Yeah. What yeah. is that? Base belly button. Base belly button. Base <laughs> belly button. Base belly button. Base belly button. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Base belly button. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Friday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific through the rest of the hour. But you know what day of the week it is. It's a damn football Friday. Yes. It is a football Friday. Football Friday. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Football Friday. Yeah. Hip thrusts, gyrations, hands behind the head. I mean, this is uh, this is what we do on a football Friday, right, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so uh, we have got a uh, a situation in the NFL. We were talking about this earlier. Uh, the Deshaun Watson uh, saga. Apparently, according to uh, Mike Florio, Brady's guy, Mike Florio, uh, reported that uh, uh, several teams are still willing to deal for Deshaun Watson as long as the criminal cases against him are resolved so the civil side of things would still be out there whether the league does anything or gets involved and tries to punish him after the fact who knows but there are teams willing to make a deal for Deshaun Watson uh, now his current team uh, the Houston Texans they have a brand new head coach it is Lovey Smith uh, you know I'm sure Brian Flores not thrilled about that still but uh, Lovey Smith spoke about the situation involving Deshaun Watson uh, this was on the Rich Eisen show and uh Lovey Smith talked about uh, Watson, the situation he took in, and where they stand as an organization. You don't give out starting positions in the in the spring, but I mean, as I said, I love what Davis has done. He's our quarterback going into the season, like all guys. Like you know, hopefully, you know, some of our best players that played last year, you know, new coaching staff starting in, but. Uh, you know, replacing our quarterback, there are a lot of things, positions I'm worried about. Quarterback is not one of You know, I've uh, had contact with, you know, from just being in the building. I don't really know Deshaun that way, you know, since he wasn't really involved last year. I know about his, his background and his history as a football player. That part I know. Of course, I know most people want to know what's going to happen with that. Time takes care of a lot of things. And time will take care of of that situation too where it's a favorable situation for Deshaun and us coming in as a new head football coach we want to put the best football uh, team on the field and uh, you know some of the things where the question mark on what's going to happen and yeah I can't wait for all of that to get settled and we can kind of move on from there so the Houston Texans and Lovey Smith are like uh, yeah let's go ahead and wrap this up Um, this 
I uh, I credit the Texans because they're no longer at the point to where they're like, all right, we're going to try and convince this guy to want to stay here. They're just like, we're moving on. Davis Mills is our guy, uh, and we got to move forward. So uh, so screw it. Let's get a deal done, and let's just walk out and uh, and get over this whole thing. It, so. It's two regimes now. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You went through David Cawley. You hired him, and you knew after the season, back dating back to 2020, heading into 2021, that Deshaun Watson didn't want to play, and they're hoping they could convince him. David Coley gets hired at the end of January, and that didn't change course or change plans for uh, for Deshaun Watson. And now you've moved on from David Coley. You've elevated Lovey Smith, and he's probably like, dude, I've been here through this already for a year as the assistant head coach at D.C. I don't want to do this again. <laughs> like, there's enough on your plate as a head coach. I don't want to have to deal with this. I am sure – that was one of the things he probably talked to Nick Casario about is like, look, I know you want to get your fair, you know, compensation for trading away Deshaun Watson, but at some point you got to rip the bandaid off and move on. And you got, you got to, I don't want to say cut your losses, but you, you've got to move on from this so that this organization can move on. Do you think there's a, that, sorry, he, go ahead, Lamar. He handled that, that response as well as anyone could handle a response in this scenario. I think he definitively diffused the situation and gave gave direction, which is is commendable. I wonder, was David Colley in the same situation to be able to speak confidently and, and strategically and methodically um, in terms of getting through the conversation about what do you do as it applies to Deshaun Watson? I don't know. I, I almost feel as though David Culley's job rested on his ability or inability to get Deshaun Watson to stay with that team. I, I, I almost feel like that was that was the the door prize or that was the ultimate prize for him getting that opportunity. There, there would be no other reason why you would say we're going to go in a different direction from David Culley based upon what what they didn't do this past season. So now you in comes Lovey Smith, and it's like, all right, we thought we could salvage this situation with Deshaun Watson, and we're clearly not going to. So you know what, Lovey? Do what you need to do. Do what needs to be done. And he's speaking with a different level of confidence. But give him credit in the situation where he put it to bed and he defused what could be considered to to still be a toxic type of scenario where you feel like, you know, we felt like the Houston Texans were being held hostage. I mean, I think I did, you know, and, yeah. and now I think he puts that to rest that there's not a hostage situation um, taking place in Houston anymore. Before last season, would you guys say that Deshaun Watson was one? If you asked, you know, 32 general managers around the league, if you're starting your franchise with a quarterback, how many quarterbacks would you have taken before you get to Watson? I mean, not, or, not many. Two or three, maybe? <laughs> Not many. Yeah. So you mean know, void of the off field stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, just yeah, before obviously. last season, like if you're starting a franchise, maybe two or three quarterbacks you would take before Deshaun Watson. And I was thinking about this earlier. It's almost like, I mean, he missed an entire season in his prime. It, it, it like it's almost unprecedented what we're seeing with this whole situation. And I'm not we, even sure you take two or three before him. I, I agree. Just because and, of age. I agree. And in, in his prime, missed an entire season and may still miss more time this year, depending on what happens with this legal stuff. 
And it's almost like people just sort of moved on. Like, uh, well, you know, like it wasn't really a topic of conversation last year. There wasn't really this discussion about, man, you know, what a Deshaun Watson. It's like we just found other things uh, that, that we, you know, discussed in football, other conversations, other topics. And, and I don't know if this goes into the same realm of, man, that's how healthy the game is, that you can lose a quarterback in his prime, one of the top two or three quarterbacks in the league, and we just continue on with our day and not even worry about it. Like he's going to possibly miss more time, and he's one of the best players in the league. It's, it's just cr- Riverside. It's, it's cra- but it's crazy. Riverside. <laughs> it's called move the move the drill fifteen yards upfield. That's what yeah, it's called. What, what Lavar is referring to is when there's an injury in practice. Right, man goes down. They literally just say Riverside it, and they like <laughs> you'll just turn your backs to, that to the player, injury. to the injury, and just go the other way. The offense will literally go the other way. So Santa Anita, basically. I mean, I don't think they riversided and and horse racing. They just bring out the white sheet, the old meat wagon, and they hold that thing out of there. You're a class act. All right. Where's the nearest Elmer's glue? Oh, man. What a classy statement to make. But it just – can you recall – it was Lavar in the stall. Can you recall? Um, can you recall a time where there's just been a player in his prime that's just completely gone for an entire year? Like that's it. Like I'm trying to think what like, what the comp is. To I mean, this. Le'Veon Bell. I think Le'Veon Bell's the closest. Now, not for any issues other than the fact that he didn't want to play under a second year under the franchise tag, knowing what was going to happen to him. You know, but he's the only player that comes to mind that chose to sit out and forego a year that you can make the case based on what he had done in Pittsburgh at that point was in his prime or was at least playing at the top of the league when you look at touches, production, those sorts of things. Yeah, it's... I mean, maybe Bo Jackson rolling out, you know, or playing baseball instead of going, you know, playing for the team that, that wanted him. Yeah, it's... Uh... I mean, that would probably be the closest thing equivalent to impact that a player would have that didn't want to play for the team that wanted wanted his his services. I mean Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson was 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 really playing at such a high level that when you were when you were looking at where this Texans team was was achieving and how they were getting things done, I mean you you thought that they were almost like I mean I felt like they were on the cusp of of being able to put it to you like this we were a little bit further ahead in what we were saying about Deshaun Watson than what we're saying about maybe the quarterback in Baltimore maybe the quarterback in Buffalo yeah like I think we were more we were as as media we were more defined in saying that. Deshaun Watson can take this Houston Texans team into the next level, the next phase of what this franchise could possibly be, which is a Super Bowl contender. And now, without the the services of Deshaun Watson, it, it, the team is has 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 a true rebuild, and that shows the impact that he had on that that organization and that franchise. I just wonder, can he be that guy again? And and I know talent wise, I, I don't think that his talent has gone anywhere. But I think so many times we don't take into consideration the emotional and mental impact and effect of missing a season and and furthermore, 
Well, this is this is worse than an injury. I, this is this is more based off of circumstance of his own. You know, right? Well, it's, it, it's it's his personal life. We, it's we his get, personal deal. We get a. And this is what, you know, and I don't care who it is. It's a professional athlete, celebrity, et cetera, unless they want to advertise that on their social media platforms or via a reality TV show. There's some things that our lives we don't want to make public. This, obviously, <laughs> with what he was doing, was something that when you hear from players that played with them, they knew it was going on for a while or they had heard something of this sort. And it's something that came to light all of a sudden. But – and I said this a while ago. I, I think a, an interesting comparison, and look, it's not that Tiger Woods did anything close to this, but his private life became public. And it, it felt like he never could really feel the same playing golf in a public setting because all of, all of his laundry was out there. Like, people got Literally. to see what was happening. <laughs> They got to see his dirty laundry basket. Yes. <laughs> and, and there's an element of that, too, with Deshaun Watson where, granted, you know, you don't have guys standing five feet from you on a tee box who are maybe whispering or saying stuff or whatever else, right? It's not like that when you play football, but you're around fans. You know, you hear when you go to the bench. You're going to hear all those things. It's going to be different for him moving forward. When he comes back and he's in the limelight, he's not only going to have to answer to it, depending on what happens, He's going to have to deal with it for the rest of his career. And so to LeVar's point, the emotional, the psychological portion of it, like will he be the same player? I personally feel like regardless of where he goes, it is a big question mark. Yeah. And it's that losing the invincibility. Like Tiger lost that invincibility. Yeah. It's like you're looking at that Tiger. victory red meant something different. You yeah. Know? yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I'll just stop there. What? Yeah. I was going to go what? a little further oh, into my boy. point, but you know what? Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> That concludes our uh, preview of the Masters here on Fox Sports Radio as we uh, get ready for, uh, for Augusta National in a couple of months. Unbelievable. Just uh, class <laughs> act through and through, uh, that Brady Quinn. Uh, <laughs> just, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what I said was wrong. Yeah, no, that's fine. Listen, uh, it's no, all good here. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, all right, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Leave it there. Uh, Fox fine. Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. All right, so coming up next, there's been a lot of speculation about what happens next. A major move in the world of sports. We'll get into the very latest right here at Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a yeah. Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, yeah. Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. A uh, little uh, system of a down in honor of a uh, live bet Jesus winning in uh, Armenian Premier League soccer earlier. How about that? Yeah. All that. makes sense, right? All comes together. Uh, all right. Uh, we have got a, uh, a developing story uh, in uh, the NFL. Uh, there's some major uh, news reports out there about uh, a changing landscape uh, in the world of sports. We'll have that for you here on FSR. We were talking about the uh, – uh, that's coming up about 10 minutes from now. We were talking about the Deshaun Watson stuff. Um, I do have some – 
bettable odds on Deshaun Watson's next team. You guys want like you, you guys want to like take a, you guys want to take a crack at, uh, yeah. at who, who's the the uh, the favorite or who are amongst the favorites here? Oh, All right, Keep so a little some uh, some games <laughs> the party going some game show music, please. Here, I mean, whatever you choose. I mean, it is same. There it is. All right, so away we go, and uh, we have the bettable odds here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so we're going to alternate. Uh, you know, we'll give out a few of these. Um, Lavar Arrington, you want to go first, Mister Over Unders? What are Come you thinking on, here? Commanders. Uh, all right, they are the favorite. So Lavar wow. uh, okay. is on the board. They plus, are the favorite. Yeah, plus three hundred. This according I to DraftKings. Plus three hundred. Second. Yeah. We talked about this yesterday, and honestly, like a, a moment of being real with y'all. When I said it, and it came out of mouth. I was like, oh gosh, I don't want to get in trouble for saying that. Given everything that's going on with the Washington Commanders. Yeah. I, I really thought like I I don't know that might have been too controversial. You're one Brady. You're 100% correct. That's How the are they whole, the favorites? Because that's the whole point of Washington. Yes. Like, they, like they understand don't what you just said. Well. Yeah. That's the whole point of Washington. Yeah. Hey, yeah maybe you're so right. I mean, you maybe go. maybe that's a bigger discussion, too. Just it's about a the bigger discussion, world, bro. right? I mean, it it's like, hey, don't discussion. look over here. Look what we're doing over here. Yeah, it would be like uh, you probably wouldn't want to bring him to the Patriots based on Bob Kraft's history at uh, that's those right. establishments. That's right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, just, you know, yeah. Washington's got their own issues. Doesn't make sense. But they are the favorites. Or, or yeah, they have something in common. Doing. Yeah. So it, bring them in. Yeah, it's a group pass, Lamar. That's a good point. Yeah, that's fair. If anybody can help him with the, you know, kind of like, you know, the therapy of it. Well, I mean, baby. Me so horny. Oh, no. Me so horny. Me love you a long time. Yeah. Uh, hey. Back on this one, uh, hey, Philly. Was I'm Lee, going with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Hey, was Lee's mic on there? Uh, all right, so here we go. Uh, so the you're going Philadelphia with the, Eagles. the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, scroll down, scroll down, scroll really? down. The Eagles are a long way off. Uh, they are actually uh, plus 2,000, 20 to 1 odds, the Eagles. They've got, uh, several spots they've got the draft capital. Though. I know. And it's outside the AFC. Right. So it seems like that would make some sense. And they've got a history with bringing in Mike Vick after all his issues. That's they've right. got a history of uh, dealing with this stuff. I think Thanks there's for real making value the case there. for me. Yeah, Thank you. I didn't have to do value. anything there. Well, yeah. then let's keep the party going. All right. Come What's on, Lamar. Come get some. Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh Steelers are third. All right, nice. These are the, uh, they are nine to one, nine to one to land Deshaun Watson. Uh, the Pittsburgh think Steelers. Think about who was trying to get him in, in Miami. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, Brian Flores, Pittsburgh, yep. So. And um, so you've got the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers there. These are the odds according to DraftKings to land Deshaun Watson based on the reports uh, according to Mike Florio. Again, must reiterate Brady's guy Mike Florio, uh, who is saying that despite all the uh, legal issues, teams are still interested in trading for him. Uh, all right, Brady, you want to give another swing at this? Uh, I, I think this is might be cheating because I saw the Bucks. I saw a Bucks reporting this. I'm gonna say the Tampa Bay Bucks, right? They are. Second. They're second? Okay. Plus 350, right behind the Washington Commandos, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at plus 350 to land Deshaun Watson. I mean, do do they – I don't know. I mean, do you think think Bruce Arians wants to deal with that based on the year he just had with, uh, you know – Antonio Brown? Yeah, like it just – I mean, it it feels like Bruce Arians – 
you know, maybe wants to get some of the credit back. And, uh, you know, maybe he would more uh, prefer a Blaine Gabbert, you know, like kind of show people, hey, you know, it wasn't all Tom Brady here. All right. You know, I know how to coach. This team's got some talent, too. I think maybe there's a little ego play there from uh, Bruce Arians. Final year as head coach. I'm, I mean, I'm not. I'm not jumping. You think it's his final year? Yeah, I, I don't think he coaches past this year. I think he's gone. Why would he just out. retire now then? Uh, I, look, I agree. I, I, I figured he would, but maybe he wants to prove that uh, you know he can go out with a winning season, and it's not just uh, about Do Tom Brady. Get, I mean, is it is it possible to say we get carried away with that that sentiment or that thought process? I can do it without this person. You know, is it is it is it just a tad bit possible that we get kind of carried away with that? Like Bruce Arians has multiple Super Bowl championships. He's got one as an assistant. He's got one as a, as as a head coach. He's very well accomplished. He's very well respected. At this point, I don't know that that would be his true motivation for continuing to coach is to prove it wrong that Tom Brady wasn't the reason why he was able to have success in Tampa Bay. I, I will, however, say this. If you're a coach, it's so funny because I, I, I'm, I'm taking up I'm picking my whistle back up again. So I'll be the defensive coordinator at, um, for my, my son's team this okay. year. Yeah, um, round of applause. So, yeah, All right. yeah, so All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back into it. And I was at the coaches meeting, you know, the initial coaches meeting. Take a bow, LeVar. Congratulations, yeah, man. That's not the point. Yeah, let me get let me get. Well, I thought it was a figure of speech, what the, you were saying. No, no, it wasn't. The, the, I mean, the figure of picking my whistle back up, because I didn't literally pick my whistle back up yesterday. You know what I mean? I, I just, you know, anyway, here's the point. <laughs> The point that I'm making is, in these situations, and as it applies to Bruce Arians, but as it applies to Deshaun Watson as well, these coaches want to win. But you know what else coaches want to do? They want to impact lives. And so now that I'm, like, getting into my coaching, my coaching like, body and my coaching mindset, you know what a, a coach is probably thinking about as it applies to bringing Deshaun Watson in, I can be a positive influence on this man's life. The one thing about coaching is when you know what you're coaching or what you're up against in terms of with your your guys, which is one of the most important aspects of being a coach is understanding, having an idea of what you're up against in terms of the personality makeups and the emotional makeups of the guys that you're you're leading and you're guiding and you're teaching. And so to me, I think that the natural approach, even even in a Bruce Arian situation, the natural approach is he's not looking at Deshaun Watson as if he's Antonio Brown. He's looking at Deshaun Watson as someone who probably needs a a stable figure um, someone who can talk to him straight, which Bruce Arians is known to be that type of coach, um, someone that can relate to Deshaun Watson, which Byron Leftwich would be, who would be a more perfect fit to relate to Deshaun Watson on not only a, a coach's level, but on a pair level as well in some regards. I think that if you're looking at it from that perspective of – Regardless of what the if the conclusion is that of Deshaun Watson being able to play, then you would have to assume now the scenario becomes the 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 reform of of his his name, 
the the rebuild and 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 the reform of his brand and what better way to do that than to have the most supportive people around you i think if things don't go exactly the way they're planned when deshaun watson comes back it's going to be more important for him to have people around him that are into supporting him versus versus putting him out there and it feeling as though his mess ups and his shortcomings coming back as a player are going to be amplified in a way that aren't aren't muffled or dulled out by the coaching staff that's around him yeah, here's my question, not, not to completely change a different direction, but is Bruce Arians a Hall of Fame coach? It has to be. Oh, I don't know. I mean, uh, there, so, are, there, is there, so let me but, ask you this. Are there any well, Hall of Fame coaches that haven't won a Super Bowl? Uh, I, I don't believe so, no. but okay. Dick Vermeil just got in, right? And he's, yep. he's actually going to go in as, as an Eagle as opposed to uh, being part of the Rams where he actually won his Super Bowl. Uh, or Kansas City, where, where he coached thereafter. But Dick Vermeil, now he's co- he coached as a head coach a lot longer uh, than Bruce Arians has as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but his overall win percentage is 524. With one Super Bowl, he's won. And he went to the playoffs uh, six times, if you include the, uh, obviously the Super Bowl run. Bruce Arians, who hasn't coached nearly as long, um, and, and there is like the unofficial you know, win percentage that he gets from the time when he took over in Indianapolis, which ultimately got him the Arizona Cardinals head coaching job. Yeah. But he's at 635, right? He had a 9-3 and record during his time as head coach for the Colts. He went to Arizona, only had one losing season during his time there, went to the playoffs twice, won the division once. He then goes to Tampa, wins a Super Bowl in his second year, and then wins the, uh, the division the next year. And, you know, has a 31-18 and 18 record with a Super Bowl during that span in Tampa. I, I kind of look at it and go, it's not as big of a sample size, but he's got the winning percentage better than Dick Vermeil. He's got a Super Bowl similar to Dick Vermeil. And in that shorter time, he went to the playoffs four times. So kind of, um, I would say, at least if you're comparing it, like I think he's got a Hall of Fame resume based on what he's done. I don't think he needs to prove to anyone else that he needs to win without Tom Brady or or anything. Like, I think he can rest easy, rest happy. Well, I mean, I think Marty Schottenheimer should be in. Uh, he's got 200 wins in his career. He's the only coach uh, of the top 10 outside of Dan Reeves um, and Andy Reid, who's obviously still coaching, and Belichick, who's got, you know, all those wins and is still not a Hall of Famer. I just I wonder if people will look at the – because then it comes back to the conversation. Can you tell the story of the NFL without this guy's name? Madden got in after all those years, um, you know, and he had a pretty good run, but I think he got in a, a lot because of the stuff he did after his coaching career. I just don't know that Arians is going to be around long enough to, to break 100 wins. He's at eight, what, 80 possible. right now. That's possible. But if, if that's, the, if that's the, the thought process of it, then I think it would be safe to say then that's maybe not the motivation of it because he won't coach long enough so if he's going to continue to coach i think that he's going to continue to coach for for more more obvious reasons like he loves to win he loves to coach he loves to compete he loves to you know he loves a a lot of the things like it's a lifestyle 
It's it a is. lifestyle. Let's. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we're going to get uh, to Eddie Garcia here coming up in a moment. Uh, I do want to mention this though on the uh, the odds, the DraftKings odds for Deshaun Watson. Where's and Denver, by the way, on that list? Because uh, that was. Remember, they were rumored that they were sniffing around about it. So the odds go like this: the Washington is one, uh, the Bucks are two, uh, the Steelers are three, the Saints are four, the Vikings are five, and huh. the Vikings and the Broncos have the same odds to land Deshaun Watson. They are 10 to 1. So they're in the top portion of this. What other, as far as 2022, which team does Deshaun Watson play for in 2022 that is also a 10 to 1 odds right now uh, for next season uh, tied with the Vikings and the Broncos? You guys get one guess each. Quickly, who do you think it is? Say that again. The team that Deshaun Watson plays for in 2022 that is uh, in the mix with the Minnesota Vikings and Denver Denver Broncos as far as most likely that he plays for. Between those two? Yeah, in the mix. No, no, no. He's saying another team that's in the mix. There's three teams. He's saying pick the other team. The other team that he's playing Um, for next year. If you're asking this question, I think I know where you're going, but I want to hear what LeVar says first. All right, Miami. Miami is down the way. They're 14-1. to Brady, what's your I I was initially – like thinking to myself, Cleveland because they took in Kareem Hunt, but I think it's Houston. Yeah, I think you're going to say Houston. Houston. That's why you're yeah. asking. Houston. Um, That's weird to me. Uh, look, I mean, they do hold the the control here, right? I mean, don't much. waste your money. Don't right, waste your money. I'm just saying, like you know, if, you, if you're looking at ten to one, and uh, you know, Houston wants to don't get don't waste your money. Right. That's bad betting advice. Right, don't do it. Hey. It's too much damage. Uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. We're going to have the BQ news coming up ten minutes from now. I uh, do want to uh, throw this in here. Uh, one of the, uh, the now, I don't know if it's official that uh, Troy Aikman has accepted the uh, Monday Night Football gig. I mean, I- I'm assuming it is. Enough people are reporting it, but I don't know that it's actually been official or there's been any sort of an announcement. But the expectation is he's going to take the job. And so uh, one of the uh, the pieces of uh, info out of the New York Post article is that uh, Fox and Amazon are both going to call uh, Tom Brady to see if he wants uh, has any interest. Uh, I, I told you yesterday they're going to call everyone. Yeah, it's going to be Brady. It's going to be McVay. They, I wouldn't be shocked. I know Omaha Productions just signed a deal with Disney. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if you didn't call them, hey, how can we make this work? I, I'm telling you, they're going to call everyone to try to figure out who they can make a splash hire with in that number one spot. And, and I don't – even if you think there's no chance, no way, I'm telling you right now, they're still going to make the call. And they're going to see if that person would be interested. I mean, uh, I, to me, there's there's you know one name that makes all the sense in the world if you're Fox. I mean, to me, Bill, Bill Belichick. No, I mean, uh, you know, uh, his name also starts with a B. This uh, this other individual, you know, just uh, just saying, that, you know, somebody uh, somebody I know, uh, somebody that I think could be uh, uh, could be very uh, very good in that role. You know, he's got experience I would, I would broadcasting. Yeah, he's I, good. I would second. That. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, he's got experience broadcasting. Uh, you know, he's done it with uh, you know at, at Fox for quite some time. Just saying. You know? A lot of money there. Yeah, that's I the would, thing. I would second that. He drives a hard bargain. That's a problem. Oh, you know? yeah. Man, oh, I'm just yeah. saying. Oh, yeah. it's, uh, but, uh, you got to yeah. know your work. Brett Favre yeah. is who he's referring uh, There to. it is. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. That's that is correct. Uh, Brett Favre, uh, yes. Although, uh, Imagine, though. Yeah. That's definitely not it. But yeah. if, well, if yeah. your theory holds true, they may reach out to Brett Favre, too. I'm telling they you, might, dude. They're going to reach out to everyone. Yeah. Everyone and anyone. That's, that's how this usually works. But one of the um, requirements for Favre to take the gig 
big I heard is that he's got to wear Crocs in the booth. Um, that, that's one of the. Uh, this. You know what's what, funny about that joke is it's probably so old that like people need to be reminded of what that means. Well, they can Google it if they want. You wow. know, they, they they can uh, have fun with that uh, that conversation. Who was it? Was it what is it? His brother or someone who was like? <laughs> I don't know about that, but I, I know those are his Crocs he's wearing. <laughs> Uh, I was looking at the watch. I don't know about you. Uh, (laughs) uh, It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. You are a class act. Uh, All right, coming up next, uh, we got the BQ News. Uh, We're going to put a bow on the week here on FSR. It's yours, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Rice or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't even know what the hell that means. What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. What, what does that sound effect mean? Does that mean that that's warming up to this? Is This is how we do it. Yeah. It's Friday morning. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, right. uh, listen, uh, and who sings this song? What's it, Mark? Uh, That's Montel. Or? Yeah, Montel. Montel Jordan. Right. Yeah, Montel. All right, whatever. You uh, know Big Montel. Yeah. Uh, is like he the Big English Six guy? Nine. That's the English guy, right? Or the no, Mac. is that, or is that Return, Return of the, the Mac? Mac is the English yeah, guy? Yeah, that was, that was, what was his name, Morrison? Yeah. yeah Something Morrison. Hey, yeah. Brady, at this yeah, point, what do we it. usually say? Who cares? Yeah, that's yeah. a good yeah. point. Yeah, who cares? Um, all right, uh, we're we going to get to the... we got more important things to get to right now. <laughs> we're going to get to the Friday, BQ baby. news uh, yeah. coming up here momentarily. Do want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. Yeah. Uh. yeah. Um. Ah. Come on. We've got uh, some interesting things happening in the world and also out of this world. All right. There's a blame game right now uh, between, well, maybe SpaceX and uh, China. Uh, reason is because there's a rogue rocket or part of one that's expected to crash into the moon. Oh, Jesus. And uh, originally it was thought to be uh, some debris coming off one of Elon Musk's SpaceX rockets. Mm. Now come to find out it's looking like this tracking system that they have is putting the blame on China. So either way, uh, already starting that, we've got enough issues on our own on this planet. We're already creating issues on the moon. So what what happens if this rogue rocket, and by the way, who who hasn't had one of those? What happens if this rogue rocket crashes into the moon? First grade. Yeah. So funny. (laughs) What happens uh, if it crashes into hey, yeah, the Yeah, Jonas, can you stand up and come to the board and answer this, please? Absolutely uh, no, cannot. No, I, no, I cannot. <laughs> I absolutely cannot. Where'd the eraser go? Um, what, uh, what happens can if I it crashes, though? Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> it, does the moon explode? 
Uh, no, the moon's Jeez. not going to explode. I'm just, I, I mean, I want to know because I, mean, it, it's just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, look, I'm not Elon Musk. I can't tell you what's going to happen I if mean, it hits the if moon. A, if a rocket went rogue and landed and crashed into Earth, would it destroy the Earth? Well, I don't uh, know. It, it be, depends it how big be, it is and yeah. all that. Yeah, I don't no, think no, they it would be able to make a rocket big enough to blow up the, the moon. Yeah, and this is... This it could is just a, be a crash. See, I, I call BS on this story. I, I think this is just them trying to keep rockets in the news because no celebrities have jumped into one of those fake trips in a while, so they got to keep it uh, keep it relevant. That was hot it. for a minute. Yeah. William Shatner made it real hot, huh? Yeah, William Shatner. By the way, William Shatner <laughs> blocked me on Twitter. That guy's a tool bag. What? I, I've never yeah, said... Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I've I don't even s- know that guy. Yeah, he's like blocked, blocked like almost all of Fox Sports Radio. I've never said a damn thing about him, and he like for some reason I'm blocked. Wait, William Shatner, the yeah. actor? Yeah, like the guy from yeah, the... Screw uh, that guy. Yeah. Was it uh, Star, Listen to Birdo. You hear Birdo getting in on Star, it? Star Crap? Yeah, How do you know Star if Star I go was. check right now if I'm blocked by William Shatner? Yeah, just go look it up. William Shatner. Go. How do you block blocked. everyone? I don't know. I I'm going to check. Thanks, Ben Maller. Guy's a tool. He blocked I don't think i doesn't say I am. Yeah. I don't know. I've never said anything about that tool. And for whatever reason, he, uh, well, he blocked me. just keep me. talking about him right huh? now. All right. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the next story. I have he no idea what's going to happen. No idea. Um, okay, me. so this is, this is kind of interesting. We know what's happening over in Ukraine and Russia right now. So Louis C.K., who oh, he's boy. been controversial in a bunch of different oh, ways. Oh, boy. He's got a performance today and tomorrow in Kiev which is under siege right now, yet he is still planning to perform. They have not canceled these shows. Kind of interesting. I mean, uh, well, he doesn't have many options out in the States. I mean, right or wrong. Is that what you're saying? He's he's so desperate he has to perform in a place that's literally having a war? I also think that he would look at this like... Hey, the, the, the appearance, the optics of this is, hey, man, even in, in the time of war, this guy is still performing comedy. This might be what he thinks would, you know, revitalize oh, his career based on this what This is something you do in radio. No. You would still be doing a radio show over in Kiev right now. Well, I mean, I don't, well, don't want to make light the, of the We're situation. talking about me. I uh, mean, I, I would go. I have been here on the air when an earthquake has happened, and uh, you wouldn't go. have even noticed it. We've all done that. Yeah. Ain't nobody nah, worried about listen, that. Uh, earthquake Levar, is much different it, than what we're talking about right now. There's no earthquakes right now, in Pittsburgh, man. Not, not in the, you know, That's actually not true. There actually is. What? Some guy who falls off a bar There was an earthquake in Maryland, and I'll tell you what. There's earthquakes. It was big. And I was on the on the uh, throne, and it was very, very nerve-wracking. Oh, you, you were uh, dropping I told one? y'all that story. No, but, I didn't know that. Oh, I'll tell you guys another time. Remind me to tell you another time. I mean, we got time. I only got one more. It's a quick yeah, one. Come on, Lamar. What happened? Well, well, I mean, I was at radio, doing the radio show, and at the most, what is the most vulnerable moment a man, there's two vulnerable moments a man can find himself in, right? Yeah. Even a, a woman too, by the way, give, give you credit. Uh, is 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 well? I'll just go to this one. I was sitting down and I was taking a respite, and I thought that there was a water main breaking on everything. I thought it was going to blow me off of the the, the seat, and it kept rocking and rocking, and it was very very scary. 
and come to find out it was a very, very violent <laughs> earthquake that had taken place while I was uh, sitting what are, down. What are earthquakes not violent? What are, you, what, what are un, their gentle I was unable. I was unable to escape. What do you? So uh, the point is, I would have just died sitting what, down with literally. My pants down. What are you, Danny Glover off Lethal Weapon, where he's like so. <laughs> sitting on the toilet? You that? Oh, I don't about that story either. I'm not. I feel vulnerable. <laughs> what a way to go. I hope you washed your hands afterwards. I, I mean, I, there was. A, I don't even remember. <laughs>